Lord and Heavenly Father, we praise you, Father. Praise you, Father, for giving us, Lord. Faithfully, Father God, every single week, Father God, your presence, Lord, that feeds us, Father. Lord, I'm humbled by that, Father God. Lord, as we, Lord, enter, Lord, into the lecture session, Father God, Lord, I pray for your Holy Spirit, Lord to come and minister to us, to speak to each one of us, even to the people who think that they are standing to show where we are not standing, Father. To touch, Lord, people who are weak in faith and the people who think they are strong in faith. I pray, Father, that this psalm, Lord, will touch, encourage, challenge, and convict each one of us, Father. I pray all of this, Lord, in your name, and I pray for your presence alone to dominate here, Lord not the feeble voice of a human being, Father. I pray this, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Okay, Psalm 68. This psalm is such a great encouragement. Each one of the instances quoted here makes us to establish and remain firm in our faith. Through last week's psalm, some of you had spiritually made your way through a lot of struggles, doubts, questioning, reasoning to the observation deck. Your struggles, your circumstances was pulling you down. To remain at the bottom of the stairs of the observation de deck because your circumstances was making you to look like a reed. Feeble, not knowing when you will give up because you were not able to see God's hand in your situation. No trace of your prayers being answered. Waiting to see a miracle, a breakthrough, a deliverance was getting harder and harder for you but by the grace of God, you have made it to the observation deck. And this psalm is encouraging and pleading with you to remain in the observation deck and behold him. It is hard to trust God when after all the fasting and praying and crying you have done, yet you have not seen a miracle, nor a fist of cloud is arising in the horizon as Elijah saw before the storm. But the Holy Spirit wants you to behold him. Don't turn back. Don't go down. Don't go towards the step. Don't get down from the observation deck. Stay here and behold him. This psalm is also encouraging you to do so. To behold the majestic presence of the God of Israel. Behold the majestic presence of my God. Behold the majestic presence of your God. Yes, nothing has changed since last week after you got on the observation deck. Your situation and your challenges are still the same for some of you. And it is still, still the same for me. And God wants you and God wants me to seize this moment and get confidence and hope and trust and faith. Looking back at your life and see what the majestic hand of God has done for you. Only from the observation deck, even the tallest building looks like a house of cards. The tallest building in Dubai is the Burj Khalifa which rises 828 meters, 2,717 feet tall and contains 161 floors. The tower has stood as both the tallest building in the world and the tallest man-made structure of any kind in the world since its completion in January, 2010. But when, we get, when you get to that 
of that floor of the observation deck of that same building and look down, even that smallest, even the tallest building looks small before your very own eyes. The point here, here is remain here, stay put here in the observation deck. Behold him and look back what he has done for you. Recall your Egypt, recall your Red Sea, recall your enemies chasing you. Recall the wilderness, recall the manna, recall the quail, recall the giants, recall Mount Sinai, recall the promised land and recall Mount Zion. For you and me, right from Egypt, his mighty and powerful hand has brought us out of Egypt to Mount Zion. Slavery to freedom, slave to sins to righteousness in Christ, nobody to somebody, lepers to sons and daughters of the mighty king. I was blind and now I see. I was lost and now I'm found. From being an enemy to being a friend of God, from being a dust to, to be his pride and joy. This Psalm wants you to behold, look back, remain in the observation deck and ponder on what he has done in the past and behold your God. Behold the majestic presence of the God of Israel. Behold the majestic presence of my God and your God. When you behold him, you will not be shaking like the reed in the face of your problem. You will become a house that is built on a solid foundation, a house built on the bedrock. That is Matthew chapter seven, verses 24 to 25. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follow it, it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. Behold him. He wants you to move from being a reed to a house that is built on a solid rock. No matter the rain, the floodwaters, the wind, you will not collapse because you are beholding only the majestic presence of your God and looking back and choosing to remember God's glory and power. You might be holding on to a promise when you were a child, when you were in India. Your location might have changed, your stature might have changed, your accent might have changed, your culture might have changed, your pride might have changed, your outlook to life might have changed, your view of elders might have changed, your view of giving respect to others and honor to others might have changed. But God is always majestically present as protector, and provider. And that is what we are going to look tonight. No matter how big or small your situation is, the greatest weapon that we have in the war against the enemy, the war against any situation is God himself. He is the one who makes all things possible. So let's jump on to Psalm chapter 60, Psalm 68, verse one to three. And I'm not going to read, there is a bunch of reading we'll be doing. So if you want to go back and forth, you are pleased to uh, do that. So Psalm 1 to, 1 to 3, uh, Psalm chapter, uh, Psalm 68, verses 1 to 3 is looking back and beholding what God has done in Numbers 10, 33 to 36. They marched for three days after leaving the mountain of the Lord with the ark of the Lord's covenant moving ahead of them to show them where to stop and rest. As they moved on each day, the cloud of the Lord hovered over them. And whenever the ark set out, Moses would shout, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Let them flee before you. 
And when the ark was set down, he would say, return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. There is a reason we are going to move on to verse 4. There is a reason why in verse 4, why verse 4 is repeated twice in this psalm. Verse 4 goes like this. Sing praises to God and to his name. Sing loud praises to him who writes the cloud. His name is the Lord. Rejoice in his presence. And the repeated verses, the same verses repeated in verse 32. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord, to him who ride across the highest heavens, the ancient heavens who thunders with mighty voice. The Lord who created you and me wants us to rejoice and sing praises to him loudly in the face of the enemy, in the face of your situation, because he rides across the highest heavens to come and rescue you, to come and rescue me. And we are moving on to verse 5 of Psalm 68. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely, in, the lonely in families and he leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious leave, live in a sun-scorched land. The world may look and see you as an ordinary, average and insignificant person. They may see you as a failure. You may be overlooked, feel forgotten and completely disregarded. But God won't ever disregard you. In fact, you are the kind of person he specializes in using. That is why the psalm repeats on this. The same thing is repeated on verse 4 and verse 32. Sing to the God with the, the top of your lungs because he is the one who rides on the highest heavens in the cloud to come and rescue you. God has a great track record of taking seemingly insignificant people and things and using them for his glory to accomplish incredible things. Again, behold and look back what he has done. What did he do to Naomi? She was a widow and God used her. Lazarus was a dead man. God used him. He made special note of a widow, seemingly insignificant offering because that offering made the loudest noise in the temple than any offering could make. The Samaritan woman at the well was divorced more than once. The most, the, the great thing that touched me was he used his own spit, insignificant, to open the eyes of the blind man. Who would have thought that there was power in his spit? When God spoke to Moses on the backside of the desert, he was a picture of an insignificant man. He stuttered. He was a murderer, a runaway, and in a lot of ways, a failure. Once a prince, he was now a shepherd. The very job he had been taught to despise because Egyptians despised shepherds. Once everything was done for, for him, now, he had to do everything for himself. He would have made the decision that robbed him of any worldly significance he may have had or hoped for. He was a foreigner, forgotten, irrelevant. He was insignificant. He was ordinary. Not only was Moses ordinary, what he had to offer God wasn't much either. Even it seemed insignificant, a shepherd's staff. But God used what was already in Moses' hand to perform miracles, to bring deliverance and to bring provision. You might feel that you are like an orphan, that nobody is there to care for you. You might feel you are like a widow. There is nobody to give comfort for you. You might feel that you are the least in your family, the lonely person, 
that people don't even care to, to ask about you. But I just want you to encourage God uses insignificant things in his life to do wonders. As evening approached, the disciples came to him. This is in um, Matthew chapter uh, 14, 15. The disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they, didn't need, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were, that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. Just don't forget this verse, verse 21, because there is a great lesson for us to learn tonight. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. Only if you would allow the insignificant things to touch his hand, five loaves of bread and two fish and 5,000 people, except just men ate. That is why verse 4 and 32 to 33 says, sing to the Lord your praises from the top of your lungs. Even though you feel that you're insig insignificant, even though you feel that you don't have a daddy who takes care of you, even though you feel like you're like a widow who, for whom there is nobody to comfort you, even though you feel that there is no one to even ask about you, to inquire about you because you're so insignificant. I just want you to know, rejoice from the top of your lungs because your God, the mighty King, is riding on the heavens to come and rescue you from whatever situation you are in. Then we are moving on to verse 7 to 10 and looking back, it is Exodus 19, 16 to 20. On the morning of the third day, thunder roared and lightning flashed and a dense cloud came down on the mountain. There was a long, loud blast from a ram's horn and all the people trembled. Moses led them out from the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. All of Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord has descended on it in, in the form of fire. The smoke billowed into the sky like smoke from a brick and the whole mountain shook violently as the blast of the ram's horn grew louder and louder. Moses spoke and God thundered his reply. The Lord came down on the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses climbed. So that is the looking back. Now again, we are going to look back on the verse 11 to 14 to behold what it is, is Exodus 15, 20 to 21. Then Miriam, the prophet Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced and Miriam sang this song and I'm not just going to read that because there is a lot. Then we are going to move on to verse 19 and that is connected and that is to for us to look back on Psalm 55 22. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken and looking back again for Psalm 68, 19. I, I'll read that verse because it's a very timely verse for us. 
what a glorious lord he would daily burst our burden also gives us our salvation he frees us he rescues us from death psalm 655 looking back you answer us with awesome and righteous deeds god our savior the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest east farthest seas so this is a story that really happened and this this story is in the book called hand of the hem by catherine and polard carter and this happened in 1968 a whole village in south vietnam experienced a miracle of divine divine intervention and protection why i want you want you to listen to this story is because of this verse 19 and because of the reference i gave you psalm 5522 and psalm 655 what a glorious lord he would daily burst our burden also gives us our salvation he frees us he rescues us from death a whole village in south vietnam experienced a miracle of divine intervention and protection under the cover of darkness a vietnam cong soldier one of a battalion of over 1000 in the area came to the village and warned tomorrow is your day so if you need to get out of this village get out now it turned out that most of this village were christians they met together and decided that they were greatly outnumbered but that indeed christ was their defender the whole village agreed that they would turn to jesus in prayer fervently they sang and prayed then at dusk they could see the enemy moving towards the edge of the village the lord filled their hearts with peace and they continued to sing shots began to ring out but as soon as they started they stopped all night the villagers prayed then in the morning it was obvious that the enemy had scattered several days later some of the vietnam viet cong were captured by advancing forces and brought to the village as prisoners when asked what had happened they replied as we began to shoot the village was surrounded by beings dressed in shining white as we shoot at them they just increased in brightness and advanced towards us they would not fall so we ran and did not stop god caused them to be blown off like smoke and to melt like wax in the fire he was the greatest weapon on that day we often forget that sometimes we need to adjust our view of our circumstances to lift our heads up towards what god can do human nature tends tends to look straight ahead at the circumstances and wonder how and if there is any way to get out of them and that's when we get in the way of our need being met we look to the left we look to the right and we look in the mirror for help but if we could just look to jesus and behold his majestic presence we would see our deliverance and victory we would see him coming and carrying our burden we would see him running for us rushing for us in the highest heavens ready and waiting for us every step of the way he will come and rescue us the next is a story about the disciples before the resurrection of christ and before they were filled with the holy spirit but we are like the disciples even after experiencing the resurrected power of christ and even after being filled with the holy spirit matthew 15:29 jesus left three and went along the sea of galilee then he went up on a mountain side and sat down 
great crowds came to him bringing the lame the blind the crippled the mute and many others and laid them at his feet and he healed them the people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking the crippled made well the lame walking and the blind seeing and they praised the god of israel jesus called his disciples to him and said i have compassion for this people they have already been with me 3 days and i have nothing to eat i do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way his disciples answered where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd you know what they forgot they forgot to stand in the observation deck they forgot to behold the presence of the majestic king just in front of their eyes he was healing the lame the blind the crippled the mute and many others and everybody were amazed when they saw the mute was speaking the cripple made well the lame walking and the blind seeing but now just for bread their disciple could not see and behold the majestic presence of this majestic king they failed to look back they failed to behold in the previous chapter jesus fed 5000 and now here the count is even smaller only 4000 yet they failed to behold the majestic presence of god it is a similar situation the disciples were perplexed when they had to face the same situation again how easily we throw up our hands in despair when faced with tough situations like the disciples we often forget we fail to look back we fail to behold him that if god has cared for us in the past he will do the same now again the psalmist wants us to drill one thing in our mind again and again behold him gaze upon him observe him direct your eyes upon him look at him see him watch him survey him gaze upon him witness what he has done for him for you regard what he has done for you contemplate on the things that he has done for you before pay attention what he is doing to your life right now discern what mighty god you serve take note of pay attention mark consider pay heed to him in the middle of your difficult situation remember when god cared for you and trust him to work faithfully again that is what we have for tonight to behold the majestic presence of the god of israel behold the majestic presence of your god and my god and that is what the psalm goes back and he connects to what god did previously in the history of israel what he has done and the same god will do the same thing for us tonight it may be hard for you going through your situation to stand in the observation deck but if you go down now you will be like a reed stay there observe him notice him behold him behold the majestic presence of god go with his power go with his presence no matter what you have in your hand insignificant like moses it was a rod when you give into his hand he will use that insignificant thing to do a mighty work for his kingdom so no matter who you are no matter what situation you are in you are no less for him he you are his pride you are his joy you are his daughter you are his son and this god the god of israel who has made you to walk who has taken you out of egypt and made you to come up to mount zion will not leave you now 
you saw the red sea of your life being parted right in front of your eyes so this psalm encourages to go and spend time with him and to recall the egypt that you were in recall the enemies chasing you recall the red sea before where you were just locked there was no room to escape but he came through the god who makes a way came through when there is no way recall those instances recall immediately how the sea was parted and he made you to walk through dry ground right away and recall how he fed you through the wilderness recall how he was faithful in providing for you manna day after day day after day and he, when you decide for quail he gave you quail till it was up to your throat so this psalm is for us to recall recall how you overcame the great giants and how you conquered the great enemies that were facing you when you were heading to the promised land not only that he did not just leave you there he sent the messiah for you and me to open our spiritual blindness recall what your messiah did for you on that insignificant cross the old rugged cross of calvary so this week is this psalm is a great reminder no matter what you are facing your situation might have not have changed i don't know what next week holds for you but one thing i can guarantee for you that you will not face your situation like a reed that you will face it like a solid house built on the solid rock of jesus christ if you could take time and ponder and gaze upon him and reflect upon what he has done behold his majestic power he will come through in your life and he will give you what you need to go through for each and every second of your life and that is what we have tonight lord and heavenly father lord we praise you father god lord we praise you father god for us to recall father god what your hands have done for us father god how lord you have lord defeated the giants in our life father god lord how lord you have defeated lord the sicknesses father god how lord you defeated the grave father god how lord you destroyed the enemy father god how you delivered us lord when our feet was stuck in the net father god you came and rescued us father god lord when we were physically blind you came and rescued us lord when we were spiritually blind you came and rescued us father god lord when our hands was shaking lord for a gallon of milk dollar 99 when my hands were shaking lord you came the jehovah jaira came and provided lord lord when we were hanging lord in the end of the rope father god you came through father god lord no matter what happened father god what famine lord came through in our lives you lord the heavens provided father god faithfully lord Lord we praise you and we worship you for that father god Lord we praise you father god for delivering lord so many children father god from the hands of the idol worship father god Lord I praise you lord for that Lord praise you father god how you made so many children lord to walk right in front of my eyes to walk from death to life 
Lord, is there anything impossible for you? No, Lord. Lord, recalling Father God, how, Lord, you have made a drug addict, Lord, to be a witness for you, Father God. Standing, Lord, strong and bold for you, Father. Lord, how, Lord, you have turned a mafia, Lord, today into be a spokesman for you, Father. Lord, is there anything too hard for you, Lord? Is there any darkness too hard for you to fight? Looking back, no, Lord. Nothing is too hard for you to fight, Lord. Nothing, Father. Lord, I pray, Father God, for our next level group, Father God. That, Lord, I have witnessed, Lord, barren women's barren for so many years, bearing how you opened their womb, Father God. Not one miracle, not two miracles, Lord. Miracle after miracle, how the children were addicted to themselves, how you delivered them, Father God. Lord, how the children were lost in this world, how you delivered them, Father. Lord, looking back, Father God, it is your mighty hands that has done the great mighty work, Father. Is there anything hard for you? Is there anything impossible for you? Nothing, Father. Nothing is impossible for you, Father God. As the Psalm asks us to look back, to behold, so that, Lord, we will not be shaking like a reed in the face of the enemy, Lord. So that, Lord, we will not be shaking like the reed in front of any sicknesses, Father God. So that, Lord, we will not be shaking like a reed, no matter what the enemy throws at our way, Father. When you behold at you, you make us, Lord, like a solid rock, Lord, no matter what wind, what tsunami, no tsunami can touch us. No tsunami can shake us because of the almighty, all-powerful King of kings and Lord of all, his majestic presence and provision being for us. The God who runs in the highest heavens to come and rescue us. When we are singing for you, when we are praising you in the middle of our problems in the middle of the sickness, in the middle of the challenges, in the middle of the situations, Lord. You are the God who brings breakthrough, Father God. You are the God who brings down the strongholds, Lord. You are the God who brings deliverances, Father God. Lord, I am a recipient of that, Father God. Seeing, Lord, that you bringing deliverance, Lord, to drug addicts and mafias, Father to the intellectuals, Father God, breaking down their theory, Lord, breaking down the idol worship, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father, help each one of us, Lord, to take time this week, Father God, and to recall our Red Seas, recall our Egypt, Father God, recall our wilderness, Lord, recall the giants. Did you leave us anywhere, even though you were about to kill us because we murmured, we complained? We argued with you. We doubted your goodness, Lord. So many times that we have let you down in the presence of the enemy because we doubted your goodness, Father. Yet, Lord, in your compassion, Lord, you ran towards us, Father. Psalm 55, 5 says, the righteous will never be forsaken. Lord, what a great promise you have given us, Lord, to hold on to, Father God that you will free us, you will rescue us, Lord. You are the God who daily bears our burden, Father God. Help us to be humble enough, Father God, to come and give that burden, Lord, 
to the majestic God, Father God. Our job is to just sing like verse 4 and verse 32 to 33 is singing. Sing to the Lord, O kingdom of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Sing to him who rides upon the ancient heavens, whose mighty voice thunders from the sky. Lord, I pray, Father, help us, Lord, to be your true followers, Father God. Help us, Lord, to be not lost like the disciples, Lord. You did great miracles, Lord. You fed 5,000 people and right at this moment, you were doing so many great miracles, Lord. One of the verses says that even when children didn't have, when the people were brought to you, they didn't have limb. But when you touched, they had limbs. Lord, your spit opened the blind man's eyes, Father. Lord, help us to recall all those miracles, Father God. And Lord, help us not to be like the disciples, Lord. That right in front of your eyes, you did the miracle. And here now, you didn't ask them to feed 5,000 men. Now here, you gave them 10,000 men less. It was only 4,000 men. Yet they were perplexed. Yet they were shaking. Yet they came and asked, they told you, what do you expect us to do in this wilderness? They forgot to behold the majestic presence of this great majestic God, the provider, the defender. Lord, I pray for our next level group, Father God. And I pray, Lord, for all the leaders, Lord, and the people who listen to this message, Lord. I pray, Father God, help them, Lord, to behold this majestic God, Father God, whose spirit, which is insignificant, can do miracles, Lord. Help us, Lord, to come, out, come and give all the insignificant things we are holding, the sicknesses, the disease, our heartache, our situations, our circumstances into your hands so that you can transform it, Father God, so that you can use it for your glory, Father. I pray, Father God, to bless Father God, each one of the leaders who are serving in this group, Lord, and bless Justin, Lord, for preparing this sheet, Father God. And I pray, Father God, for your blessings upon the next level family members and, Lord, their families and generations to come, Lord, to behold the majestic presence of this majestic God, Father. Help us, Lord, never to forget what your mighty hands have done for us, Father, because you're a God of impossible. Lord, I pray, Father, give the courage in our feet, Father God, to stand in the observation deck and to behold you alone, not our situations, not our problem, not our circumstances. To look from the observation deck, all our problems is like a small piece of cardboard before you. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes focused on you alone, and nothing else, Father. I pray for your blessing, and I pray, Father God, take us deeper, Lord. I pray, Father, for each one of us that we will spend time this week recalling what you have done, Father. Looking back what you have done, beholding what your majestic power has done in our life, Father, and to gain confidence and strength from that, Father. I submit, Lord, all our group and the children that listen online, Father God, for your blessing, Lord, and your fire to ignite in them with passion and zeal for you, Father. Their confidence to increase, Father God, in you that no more in their life, they will shake like reed, Father. I pray for that blessing, Lord, that our children and our next level family members, nobody will be shaking like reed, but we will stand like a mighty house that is built on a mighty rock. I pray all of this, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.